Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. You'll probably know me better through Instagram and my handle is at bestrong.coach. First of all, welcome back to another episode. I hope that you're all doing super, super well and having a lovely, lovely day so far. I am really, really excited for this week's episode because I'm talking about one of my personal favourite topics and we are going to be delving into perfectionism, especially in relation to your fat loss goals and overcoming this and finding ways to help you move through that perfectionism to help with your long-term success. So I am super, super excited for this. Um, It is a conversation that I've been having a lot recently. So I thought, why not jump on to the podcast and talk about this in a little bit more depth and a little bit more detail for you all today. So we've got the candle on, we've got the crystal ready and we will jump straight on in. So as always, first things first, we need to bring along this week's crystal. So this week I've brought along black obsidian. The main reason I've brought this one along with me is it is linked to the root chakra. So it is all about grounding. It's all about, you know, healing upwards. And I think this is a really, really great crystal to bring along when we are talking through healing your perfectionism. So that's exactly why I've brought this one along with me this week, just to give us that energy that sense of grounding, sense of more tranquility and calmness, which I think is going to be super important. And if we look at our chakras as well, we want our root chakra to be balanced to then set the tone for the rest of our chakras, you know? So we want that overall balance. This is exactly why I brought the crystal along with me this week. Um, But without further ado, really, let's just get straight on it into this week's episode. So first things first, One thing that can sometimes happen when we are working on a fat loss goal is, I'm just gonna have to move my candle because it's making me too warm. (laughs) Um, But one thing that can happen is when we are working on our fat loss goal is we can notice mindsets of perfectionism coming in. You know, if you've been subject to the belief before that you've got to be 100% in order to see results, or maybe you've got to grind really, really hard to see progress, and you need to be 100%, you need to give it your all, you need to, you know, be 100%, go, 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 be perfect, then what this can lead to is, it can just lead to a lack of consistency a majority of the time, because if we look at the perfectionism this way, if you're striving to be 100%, first of all, the reality is none of us can keep that 100% up for a long duration of time. So it will probably trigger that all or nothing mindset where we put our all in and then eventually we either burn out, we lose uh, interest and focus, and that obviously leads to the nothing, which then is gonna impact consistency. So that can sometimes happen, but also what it can do is it can really impact mindset. So the thing is with perfectionism, if you set the standard of, I need to be perfect, I need to be 100%, which obviously isn't realistic, and we then don't reach it, that for a lot of people can then lead to self-sabotage, that negative self-talk, that inner critic comes up, we feel shame, we feel guilty, we can then beat ourselves up, we might, you know, take unaligned action, it can lead to a negative mindset. Because the belief that we've set of I need to be perfect, if we then don't meet that uh, belief, 
then obviously we think we failed and that kind of sabotage can then kick in, which once again is then going to impact your long-term success with your fat loss because it kind of creates this stop-start cycle. It's like as soon as I don't feel like I've been perfect, I kind of sabotage and then I try and start again and it's it just leads to that really inconsistent pattern. Um, and then obviously as well with perfectionism is it just doesn't lead to joy you know, and I always say, you know, your journey has to bring joy to your life. Yes, there are going to be times where it requires effort and resilience and, you know, give yourself that kick up the bum to do things, but it needs to be enjoyable on on the long term, you know, you need to feel a sense of fulfillment, empowerment, enjoyment from the journey. And if you're consistently battling with perfectionism, which then impacts your mindset, impacts your self-belief, impacts your self-talk, etc, etc, it makes a journey just feel a bit dull and negative, then it's going to take away that enjoyment because you feel like you're constantly battling yourself. Does that make sense? So obviously perfectionism can really impact this. And then the big one is it's gonna impact your fat loss goal anyway. It's gonna impact the results that you achieve. It's gonna to lead to less consistency because we wanna be consistent in the long term. If we're, cons- if we're regularly you know, stopping and starting and we're beating ourselves up, we're sabotaging, that's gonna impact your consistency. And then it's probably gonna to lead to a failure mindset, which then impacts your consistency. So if we look at it from fat loss as well, it's gonna be one of those blockages which prevent you from seeing fat loss results. So this is why we want to start overcoming it and finding ways to work through it. Now, I always say with anything to do with mindset, like perfectionism, it's not going to go away straight away. You're not going to implement these techniques and then it's completely gone and you're like, oh, I'm it's sorted. It is going to require kind of that consistent effort with some of these tips that I am going to go over, which I will cover in more depth in a minute. So just be prepared to be consistent with it, consistently challenge it and working through it. And the last thing I want to say before I delve into the tips is with perfectionism, you don't have to have overcome the perfectionism in order to start working on your goals. I think one big misconception is oh, you know, I need to have healed every single mindset thing or I need to have healed this and that or overcome this before I can start working on my goal. This isn't the case all the time, you know. You don't have to have completely healed your perfectionism because let's be honest, that's like a long process to get rid of. And it's not always gonna completely go, you know, like I am a perfectionist. Do I still have moments of perfectionism kick in? Yes. Do I have to sort myself out in those moments? Yes. Have I been working on this for a long time? Yes, but it still comes up. So don't feel like, oh, my perfectionism needs to have gone before I can then work on my goals. You can work on it through. It's just putting things in place to aid working through your perfectionism whilst you're working on, for example, your fat loss goals. Hope that makes sense. I think in the industry, there is this like big mindset, not mindset, there's this big belief of like, oh, well, I need to have fixed all of these things before I can embark on my goal. It's not true. You can work on it together. Perfectionism isn't going to completely go. It's just learning how to, A, work through it when it happens and also finding ways to help with perfectionism so it's not feeding it, which we'll go through now. So these are all in relation to fat loss, just to pinpoint that as well. So the first thing is, 
using a calorie range. Now, this is for those who are tracking their calories whilst they are working towards fat loss. Now, the main reason that I always encourage a calorie range is it takes away from that kind of fixation on, on one singular number. So let's look at it this way. If you are tracking and you're trying to hit a specific calorie goal every day, I have to hit this number. If you then, let's say, go over it a little bit by, I don't know, 75, for a lot of people, this would then be a trigger of, well, I failed because I've gone against my expectation of I need to hit this goal. Therefore, I've not been perfect, which then may lead to potentially overeating, food guilt, feeling shame, impacting body image, um, you know, which once again, is all going to impact your consistency. So this is why I tend to encourage using a calorie range, because if you go over, you're in a range now and it doesn't, or if you go under, you're in a range, it allows you to have a bit more flexibility, but still have structure within your fat loss goals. And it takes away that pressure because when we have these re real like rigid, clear cut, solid goals, that can be a big trigger for a lot of people if you experience perfectionism. So instead of using a calorie goal, a really specific goal, allow yourself a range because then that way you're not striving for this like certain expectation. You've got more flexibility there. If you're under one day, you're in a range. If you're a bit over, you're in a range. You know what I mean? Like it's not a specific goal. You have a bit more flexibility there. And then that way it's gonna reduce those kind of self-sabotaging mindsets because you're not trying to say, um, strive for a specific goal. Um, and then once again, if you are somebody who enjoys tracking and it works for you, it also means that you still have the structure there, but you're taken away from that perfectionism. So that's the first thing I would recommend, having a calorie range. Um, another thing that I do wanna say off the back of that as my second tip is not to track every day and also to remove tracking if better suited. For some people, tracking is not an aligned choice. I always encourage people to make the decision best for them. For some, it is tracking, and for others, it's not tracking. If tracking is leading to, you know, a lot of self-sabotage, a lot of fixation on food, it's being the big catalyst for this perfectionism mindset that's triggering overeating and guilt and shame, they can be red flags saying don't track. And this is why it's really important to get clear on how is tracking making me feel, what behaviours is it leading to me to do? Is it actually aligned? Because I would recommend for some people to remove tracking because that may be the thing that's leading to sabotage because if you're regularly overeating because it's the fixation on tracking that's causing that, removing that might be the thing that actually moves away from those behaviours with food and actually allows long-term consistency. So for some people, removing tracking is a really useful thing or not tracking like everything or every single day, like giving yourself a bit of kind of flexibility there. So let's say, for example, you're going out for dinner. It's maybe going, I don't have to track this. Let me prioritize being a bit more mindful. Now, the really good benefit with this as well is it takes away from that consistent fixation on food all the time. The more we fixate on food and calories, the more that we can kind of feed that perfectionism sometimes. And it allows you to trust yourself a bit more and be able to go to yourself, oh, 
tracking everything doesn't actually make me perfect. I'm allowed to have some flexibility there. So, you know, giving yourself that option is going to be very, very useful as well. The third tip is to remove looking up fats and carbohydrates. This links to somebody who is going to be tracking. So if you are tracking, there's obviously in the industry, there's kind of this, uh, not belief, but some people are encouraging macros. So carbohydrates, fats and protein and having a split goal that you have to hit for each of those. Now, personally, this is where I wouldn't advise that because when we're first of all trying to fixate on all of these different numbers, hello fixation on numbers and calories and food, you know, it's going to really impact your consistency. But also, of course, it's going to lead to potential perfectionism because if you've got these set goals, let's say once again, you don't hit them one day, just like with the calories, beat yourself up, self-sabotage, maybe unaligned behaviours with food, guilt, shame, etc., all can come up from this. So what I would say here is don't worry about uh, fats and carbohydrates if you are tracking. I would, from a fat loss perspective, encourage keeping an eye on protein because obviously when we're in a deficit, we are restricting our food. So hunger is gonna happen. So by optimizing looking at protein, we are gonna minimize hunger because obviously protein takes longer to digest. We might want to help with muscle retention as well because whilst we're in a deficit, um, obviously for hunger management um, and protein just really great for us anyway. So yes, we might still wanna keep an eye on protein to help with long-term adherence with the deficit and, and muscle uh, maintenance, but we don't really need to fixate on carbohydrates and fats. It is for a lot of people, especially for you guys, my audience, who I know listen to me and the conversations we have, that it's probably just gonna put more pressure on your plate. And for, you know, everyday lifestyle, we don't really need to worry about it. So I would say like, don't stress about fats and carbohydrates because that once again, is allowing that extra flexibility and it's not giving you these clear cut goals of you must hit this, you must hit that. I know from my own journey from like a, quite a few years ago, I literally had to hit my macros perfect every single day. If I was like a gram or something over, I would be so stressed. And I used to spend so much time trying to make sure that my food of the day fit in within, you know, my macros and my grams of everything was spot on. I fixated on food way too much and spent way too much time doing it. But if there was a day that I didn't, I would literally be awful to myself. And I think that I'd fucked everything up because I hadn't hit this goal. Do you see what I'm saying? How intense it can get? So just take that away. You don't need it. You don't need to focus on those. It gets too much. It sets these expectations. Let's get it gone. Snip it free. Yes, look at protein. If you are tracking, have a calorie range, but don't worry about fats and carbohydrates and trying to hit this perfect macro breakdown is definitely, definitely not needed. And obviously, if we look at fat loss as well, we predominantly have the calorie deficit. Protein can help with adherence. We don't need to stress too much about carbohydrates and fats. The fourth, fourth thing that I would recommend to do is compassion towards your inner critic. 
This links to what I said earlier. So with perfectionism, it's not going to go straight away. It's not going to go with a click of a finger. You are going to have moments where that inner critic comes up who maybe it's like, think of like the angel and devil on your shoulder. It's that little devil who's going, mm, honey, you've messed up. Oh, you've gone over that. That actually means that you've ruined everything. It's that little voice who is trying to pull you back, trying to hold you, you down and trying to say these negative things to you and feed that mindset. Your inner critic's gonna come up. It ain't gonna go. But it's about how you respond to it. And I always say respond to your inner critic with a fuck ton of compassion and be really kind to yourself. So let's say you let's say we have somebody who tracks and you've maybe gone over a little bit, you range. I don't know, this is just an example. And that inner critic's going, you've messed up, you failed, like you're a really terrible person, like all of your results are going now. Like, what have you done? You want to challenge this with compassion and respond to it with compassion. So maybe doing some deep breathing and saying, talking to that inner critic, being like, no, you're not true. I know that it's safe to sometimes have a little bit more. <clears throat> I know that if I have a bit of flexibility, that is okay. And you're going to start talking to it more compassionately to kind of work through that negativity that's coming up. This requires obviously that consistent effort with challenging that inner critic and it also requires you to step into compassion a lot of people might not be used to it because you may be so used to self-sabotage and negativity and it does require you to step out your comfort zone and kind of step into that compassionate talk but through bringing that compassionate talk in, you are really going to help change your response in these moments. So if you have a moment where you're in a critic going, you know, you've not been 100%, you've not been perfect, challenge it and feed it with that compassion and kind of reassure yourself in those moments as well. And then naturally, this is going to help remove that kind of guilt and that sense of shame that comes up and work through that situation. So that's going to be really, really, really important. And then the last one that I would recommend, so your last tip, is to focus on the process and not the end goal. Now, obviously, if we look at fat loss, there is a goal that you're working towards and there might be some certain goal in particular that you're moving towards within this. But what we want to do is we want to focus more on the, the day to day, more on the process, the journey, the showing up and less on the end goal. Because the more pressure and the more you think about the end goal, it puts more stress on you anyway. But it's going to feed that perfection because it's going to basically what's going to happen is your mind's going to be like, this is my end goal and it's there, and I'm here, like, come on, I need to do more, and be more perfect, and try more, and do this, and be more 100%, to get me to that end goal now, and obviously, the more perfect we try and be, the less consistency we achieve, so it's actually best to go, right, let me focus on the process, the action I'm taking, the daily showing up, the daily action I'm taking, because I know through just focusing on that, and having that compassion to that inner critic and focus on how I'm showing up every day, that is all gonna lead to me getting to the end goal. I'm gonna trust I'm gonna get there because of my action, but I'm not gonna focus on the end goal all the time. Because the more I focus on that, the more it's actually gonna impact my perfectionism. And it's gonna make me think of 100% more when actually I just need to focus on how I'm showing up every day. I think one of the biggest kind of um barriers to achieving your fat loss is fixating on the end goal too much and focusing on that more than the actual showing up 
because you're not going to get there unless you show up anyway and the more pressure you put on yourself the more it's going to impact your consistency so it's kind of going this is the goal I know what I'm working towards but I don't need to focus on that too much I need to focus on the steps I'm taking to get there and focus on the day-to-day and the showing up which is going to help me get there and this is really really going to help break free from that perfectionism Um, so yeah focus more whether you do weekly goal setting daily intentions that you want to hit every day to help you focus more on the here and now and the daily showing up and knowing that all of that action is going to get you to where you want to be but you're not fixating on that end goal so that's what i'd say for your final tip to help with perfectionism I did just want to like add on to the last bit is just remember it is not about being 100%. There is this belief within the industry, you know, with that grind 24-7, no day, team no days off, work harder, you know, whatever it might be. And it makes us believe that it is about being 100%, that we have to give everything and we have to be 100%, we have to be perfect. And it's not about that it's like 80%, you know, it's about being consistent, we've all heard the saying, like, progress over perfection, we don't need to strive for that, I would much rather you strive for, like, 80% and be consistent, rather than burning yourself into the ground trying to be perfect, so celebrate your steps forward, you know, if you are making progress and you are taking steps in the right direction, celebrate that, give yourself credit, you know, boss you know I'm gonna celebrate myself I'm gonna I'm gonna let myself win and be like yeah I am doing good and just continually affirm and remind yourself it's not about being a hundred percent you know and remind yourself I'm work say to I'm, I'm working on not being critical I'm working on just being consistent reminding yourself of that can really really help in these moments I do hope that this has reached somebody who needed this today and who needed to have a conversation about perfectionism and it's given you some insight and some guidance on your kind of journey moving forward. If you do have anything that's come up for you off the back of this episode or any questions you want to ask, head over to my Instagram, drop me a question. I'm more than happy to answer those as well. And then I did just want to let you know, if you are somebody currently experienced perfectionism when it comes to your fat loss and you are working on a fat loss uh, journey and you want to overcome this perfectionism and work on fat loss sustainably and see progress, then doors to strongenate are now open i know the words everybody's been waiting to freaking hear and the doors are open and you can grab your space for strongenate it is all about sustainable fat loss improving your relationship with food waving goodbye to the fad diet nonsense and finally stepping into a place of sustainability enjoyment and creating a lifestyle so if that sounds like something you want to do and yes we do talk about perfectionism within there as well then head to the link in the show notes and come freaking jump on in my lovely and come join the community i am super excited for this intake and guiding so many of you so yes come join us this is your invitation if you are somebody who's ready to work on sustainable fat loss food relationship enjoying your life enjoying the journey you know overcoming these mental blockages and really just stepping into a healthier and happier you and then strong and eight is the thing for you there is more information in the link in the show notes and obviously if you have any other questions about strong and eight head over to my instagram drop me a dm over there and i'm more than happy to answer them and i will see you in strong and eight we do start on the 29th of august 
but I do have limited spaces available. Um, I do limited spaces for Strong Innate just to make sure that I can provide everybody with support through the programme. So if you are wanting to grab a space, I would jump in now so you do not miss out and you can put yourself first because just imagine, I know I'm going to say it and you're going to hate me for it, but just imagine where you could be by Christmas. The confidence, the glowing, the happiness, the joy, the freedom, the enjoying food, that can all happen if you start and commit to yourself now. So you know what to do. If you feel the pull, come jump on in. But on that note, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy August because how the frick is it already August? And I will speak to you all in the next episode.